Persuasion is the practice of getting people sympathetic to your message before they experience it. It is what you say immediately before you deliver your message that leverages your success tremendously. Get ready for marketing insights, business strategies, and growth tactics from the original founder and marketer of The Daily Dose, no matter what those other guys claim. He's the original marketing entrepreneur who helped bring big business, media, marketing, and the public sector to the internet, while keeping government happy and away from overregulation of the digital age. And he's got the savvy and proven experience to help any business grow and succeed. You're listening to Marketing Insights with your host, Yasha Harari. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Marketing Insights. I'm Yasha Harari. Today, we're going to talk about the status of the evolution of social media on the internet, where it's come from and where it is today and where it's going. The first reason that using social media for e-commerce makes sense and why it evolved into what it is today is that social media came from the notion that uh, the internet would be more useful if people connected with other people in more ways than just email or web commentary um, or shared files on chat groups or alt news or places like that. So social media was an outcropping of the human desire to connect socially with other people. Um, and that formed the basis for a lot of platforms, Friendster, MySpace, Facebook, etc., to come online and to grow and flourish into what they are today. Obviously, Friendster and MySpace are not really relevant anymore. Friendster doesn't even exist. But Facebook is obviously a behemoth, and there are many other social media that have evolved since then. Instagram, Pinterest, you know, WhatsApp, you name it. There's you know, Telegram. There's no shortage of social applications that have been evolving uh, since the birth of the social media movement. And one of the reasons that it's so popular with marketers is that your followers are terrific assets for your marketing, right? Uh, when it comes to social commerce strategy, reviews and opinions from customers who are happy uh, goes a very long way. The overwhelming majority, almost 90%, things like 87% of customers indicate that social media helps them decide whether or not they should buy something. So obviously having a presence on social media, if you're a brand or a marketer is important. The second reason to use social media for marketing is to be able to join the global conversation. At this point in internet history, word of mouth is still one of the strongest forms of marketing. And in fact, it's really growing more year by year. I've been working with word of mouth marketing for decades. And uh, I can tell you that it's only become more of an interest with big brands and medium sized brands and small brands as time goes by. Um, in fact, I've never seen so many startups so interested in word of mouth as I do in 2018, purely because the effectiveness of word of mouth is incredibly uh, impactful if done right. So when people generate awareness about you without you having to promote yourself too much uh, and you actually generate earned word of mouth, then you're creating a real connection between you and your customers or between your brand and your customers. And that value is far more than you can pay for even on you know, primetime television. 
um, the human connection, the authentic, genuine connection that people have between themselves and your brand, however they perceive it, is uh, is literally worth its weight in gold or Bitcoin or whatever you fancy. The third reason to use social media is customer care. People are now turning to social media increasingly for getting support for some kind of customer service, um, to handle complaints, um, or even just to send in compliments and, you know, happy things. Um, but the point is, there is a point of contact on social media platforms for most brand that customers can reach out through. And they know that when they do go through social media, they expect to have a quick response compared to an email or a letter in the mail, whoever still does that. Uh, but on social media, people expect a fast response, partly because they expect a bot to respond to them immediately and because they expect a human to respond within 24 hours, if not much faster. One of the examples where social media can also impact your e-commerce is on places like Facebook Marketplace, right? On Facebook Marketplace, users can easily discover and buy and sell stuff um, to people in their local area. Right? It's not too dissimilar from eBay that lets you buy and sell stuff from other people, but it also allows you to chat um, with the other users, sell, you know, with Facebook Messenger. So you have access to their profile, you can chat with them, you can see what they have to sell. It's actually much more personal than an eBay experience. Of course, eBay has a much bigger store and you can buy from anywhere online. But Facebook Messenger plus Facebook Marketplace makes it very easy for a customer um, you know, to find what they're really looking for locally, which is terrific if you're a local brand or if you're selling stuff regionally, um, or even if you're a national brand, but you want to have an impact in local, you know, areas and you are able to target them much better now. Of course, one of the problems that they have on Facebook Marketplace is that there's no place to add reviews and also they don't facilitate payments or the delivery of the items. Um, it doesn't mean they won't do it at a later date, but at the moment, those are things that they lack, which you would find on eBay. Um, so that's one of the reasons people don't necessarily use Facebook Marketplace. But if you have solutions for that um, on your end, and most you know medium or big brands do, then you should definitely be using Facebook Marketplace as a channel if you have the resources for it, because it can be quite positive to your bottom line. Another reason to use social media for your marketing is because of Facebook collections. Right? Facebook collections basically create a new ad format that they call collections. And so now brands can use it to convince social media shoppers to buy through them. And they show engaging videos to do this, right? Or they provide interesting informative images to help tell the story of the brand that they're trying to sell. Uh, and if you click on the collections ad as a user, then you're taken to another page on Facebook with many products. So if the user finds a product they want to purchase, then they can basically re be redirected to the company's site where they can finish the transaction, where they can, you know, where they can make the purchase. And the idea of the venture is to let people have, a, I guess, an all-in-one seamless shopping experience, right, without having to leave Facebook uh, until you go to the, the brand site to, to complete the transaction. Another reason to use social media for your marketing is because of the impact you can get by using Instagram's shop now feature, right? And also Instagram's stories. 
So by using Instagram stories, people are seeing dramatic increases in user engagement with stories they post um, to their network. Um, stories in some cases have you know, multiplied traffic to certain brands uh, several hundred percent in a matter of a day by just posting a story. Uh, and what that means is you can get higher targeted traffic engagement now coming to you into your Instagram stores shop now feature, right? So basically what it means is customers can now click on a post, not, you know, not just to look at the post or the content, but they can also learn more about the products that are featured. And if they're interested, they can make a purchase by clicking the shop now button that's now available. Again, the idea there is also to create a retail experience that's seamless without needing to leave the application. And of course that leaves short all of the brick and mortar sites who want to sell in store, right? So there are now social media applications, for example, trendypal.net, which is a social shopping application that gives shoppers cash back when they make a purchase in a store and like a, a store that uses the TrendyPal you know, application that has it available. And when you make a purchase in that store, you get cash back basically at the point of sale when you make a purchase and then share a post about that shop on social media like Instagram or what have you. And once their referred or you know followers come to that shop and make a purchase in that shop, right, with that referral link, they get the same thing. They get cash back and they get it when they share that post to their network. Uh, but also the person that referred them gets a cash reward for having that person come in and buy something. So the original poster, you know, saves money on the purchase and gets money back when their followers come in and purchase, or they get cash rewards rather when they, when their followers come in and purchase. And the person who's referred has, is in the same thing, right? They get cash back on purchase. They get rewards when their followers come in, etc. And the shop gets new customers, right? So they all of a sudden have a system using social media power for marketing to drive in real in-store customers to improve the, the real results of their commerce thanks to marketing online and social media, right? So that's a solution and that's something that a lot of people are doing now is they're developing apps like this. But if you're you know looking for like, you know, trendy fashions, for example, then trendypal.net is the place that people will go to naturally first to find that because of the app, you know, its usefulness to shoppers, uh, the ease of sharing, etc., and the benefit it provides to the shops, you know, no cost, no anything, you, you know, you pay for what you get, basically, no upfront cost or anything you know, like that. Then there are other solutions for e-commerce, right, back to the online side, where you have things like Twitter's e-commerce. And Twitter's e-commerce basically lets you promote tweets. And promoted tweets get massively more engagement than non-promoted tweets. Unless you're already a massively popular celebrity or brand or you know, somebody with an enormous following, millions and millions of followers, then you may not need necessarily to promote your tweets. But even people at the top level promote certain tweets to have bigger reach. Right? Sometimes they intend to and it's on purpose and whatever. So they need bigger reach, so they pay for it. Um, so tweet, Twitter definitely useful for promoting tweets and for marketing goods with those promoted tweets, right? That's the whole purpose of it. And it works very well. 
And of course, then you have internet gaming, right? Internet gaming is one of the huge benefactors of social media, right? That's internet. If you are marketing internet gaming of any kind, whether it's a, a first person shoot 'em up game or 3D chess or virtual reality poker or uh, I don't know what, um, you know, golf on a wide, on whatever system you're selling golf, doesn't matter. If you're, if you're marketing gaming and it could be, you know, just for fun, it could be for virtual money, it could be for real money, it could be for whatever, any kind of gaming, gambling, anything online. Um, there are so many different places you can go and do that. And it is a massive driver of e-commerce and social media is one of the, you know, main drivers of of traffic and engagement with those services. Um, and they rely on social media. A lot of them incorporate social media chat into their games. So while you're playing the game, you can chat on Facebook Messenger with whoever else is playing the game with you um, or on whatever other social media application they integrated, right? And there are also, for example, now the World Cup is happening in Russia, right? The 2018 FIFA World Cup, whatever, for soccer or football, whatever you call it. Um, there are now sites like etherworldcup.com, right? E-T-H-E-R, ether, like Ethereum, etherworldcup.com. And they, they're just a simple decentralized application that do one thing, right? They do one, it's like the world's most beautiful app for the world's most beautiful game. They're not some futuristic ICO or airdrop or token sale or anything like that. They just literally let people come and bet Ethereum on the World Cup matches instead of betting fiat currency, instead of betting, you know, even Bitcoin or whatever. This is for people who want to use blockchain plus smart contracts. So they bet with Ethereum. Um, and the benefit of doing that is, of course, you know, you don't have as many high fees that the old traditional casinos had, you know, all the high broker fees, and you don't have all those weird invisible processes that they charge you for, the, the hidden fees or the service fees, all that nonsense. This is just straight up betting. The house takes a very small cut just to manage the operation. Everything is very clear and transparent in the public ledger and on the smart contracts. That's the beauty of this whole thing and the services that are like it. There's more and more cryptocurrency gaming solutions that cut out the old middlemen that were ripping off players left and right. So even if you won, your profits were much smaller because of all these fees. Now the fees are much, much smaller and they'll surely decrease over time eventually. Who knows? But... Um, it appears that, you know, cryptocurrency allows direct betting very well without having to, you know, have all these ridiculous fees. And again, that is something that only really exists because of the power of social media connecting people through social platforms, through blogs, through other kinds of, you know, forums or discussion places that got into cryptocurrency where again, there are forums for those, there's social media for those, there's services like Telegram and Steemit, which are literally both, you know, crypto-based communications tools. Um, and people chatting using cryptocurrency or around cryptocurrency, and you have the natural evolution of what people like to do with their time as entertainment a lot of the time. And for many people, that means gaming of one kind or another. So social media is bringing people into crypto, is bringing people into gaming, is connecting people between those two concepts. 
and is making it possible for people to do all this kind of cool gaming and gambling things in ways they just couldn't do even five, ten years ago because it just wasn't available. And the evolution is so fast where, you know, if you look at it from a big picture, pull yourself out a couple centuries and imagine yourself, you know, in, in the year 2250, looking back at the year 2018, saying, oh, yeah, a couple centuries ago, evolution of social media was so new. You know, they thought they knew so much, but they knew so very little. We're, we're literally still in our infancy of this stuff. Um, I wouldn't even say we're in, you know, we're out of diapers yet when it comes to, you can see, you can hear the father in me talking. Um, I, I would say we're still very, very young in this market, in the evolution of social media. And what it means is that there's a long way to go. You can still be innovative and bring new things to the table. You can still do things that can disrupt. You can still do things that can cooperate and have a positive impact without necessarily disrupting um, because that's also possible. You know, um, We're so early in this stuff, just like we are even earlier in the whole idea of just cryptocurrency, but that's just only a few years behind really, um, that if you think about it long term, you know, the opportunities are really endless. You Anything you can imagine and make happen can be enormous if you do it right. Um, so that's why it's important to use social media for your marketing, for your e-commerce, for your bottom line, to not miss out on the opportunity of not just being there now, but being there 5, 10, 20 years from now, and, you know, however far into the future it, it shall go. And I Every everything about this seems to indicate that some kind of more integrated social media will just keep evolving as time goes on because people are social and it's our nature to want to connect and it's our nature to want to connect and be safe and have all these things to verify and, every, and convenient and everything else. I don't see that going away. I don't see human nature changing in some way that's going to make us suddenly not want to connect and you know, not have any other reason to be connected um, to other people or have verified information or have, you know, authenticated, you know, knowledge. Those are all things we're always going to want more of, not less of. And so that's, again, those are reasons why social media matters for marketing. That's it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and learned something. Um, if you have, please share it with, a, you know, a colleague or friend. And of course, um, if you haven't yet done so, check out our WordPress SEO book, which is going to help you take your WordPress website to a whole new level. It'll even help you with your social marketing because a well-built WordPress site can easily be integrated with social and can help you tremendously with your social signals if you have a good site that people can come and engage with and take actions that you want them to take. You know, again, a well-built and well-optimized WordPress SEO site can be the engine room of your business. You just have to build it right. And obviously it depends what your business is. But generally speaking, if you're selling anything online, even if it's an offline product, WordPress SEO is massively important. And whether you're a beginner or a total pro, um, this book covers the main things you really need to know uh, and some advanced things that are massively useful. Um, there's, you know, it's, it's like the old, uh, it's like the old Napoleon Hill books. There's a secret on every page. You know, we don't necessarily reveal what that is in highlights, but there's a secret on every page. And as you read the book, you'll learn more and more. And as you read it over and over again, uh, use it as a handy reference guide. You'll really, you know, get the impact of it and see it work for you across any number of WordPress sites you might have. So you can get that book by going to yashaharari.com slash WP 
S-E-O, right? Again, that's yashaharari.com slash W-P-S-E-O. And there you just literally enter your name and email and just download the book, which is an ebook, um, and you can read it and enjoy it and share it with your you know, colleagues, um, share the link with them, and when they download it, you'll actually get a, a second book, uh, which is the mobile-first SEO book. That's how to rank at the top with mobile-first indexing, meaning um, you, know, you want to be ranking for SEO on mobile even before you want to be ranking for SEO on desktop. The reason for that is the overwhelming majority of traffic is coming from mobile and it's only increasing over time. So you want to rank for that too. So if you uh, refer the WordPress SEO books to your friends, then once two of your friends or colleagues you know, download the book, then you get the mobile first indexing SEO book uh, also as a, as a gift, as a thank you. So that does it for this week. And I hope uh, that you'll join us again next time when we cover more exciting marketing insights about the world and the marketplace that we are living with today. Until then, take care. By Yasha Harari.com.